Hey, welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael. And today we are actually going to be discussing an important question. Uh, should I use someone's preferred pronouns? This is so timely. Oh, man. Yeah. I need to hear this. So I th- I want to give a really straightforward answer. Great. And then, and then we can kind of unpack it. So, yes. Okay. Sure. Um, what are you losing? Is it illegal? No. I mean, if I, my name is Michael, if I want you to call me Dennis, which is my middle name, does that, you know what I mean? We make concessions all the time for sure. And, but at the end of the day, I, I do understand for a Christian, if you believe in Jesus Christ and the word of God, uh, you know that gender and sex are sacred to mm-hmm. God. These are very important. And God given. And yeah. for sure. And so we understand that to divert away from God's assigned sexuality that he has given you is it, it has harmful repercussions long term. And so we as a believer, you're made in the image of God. I love you and I want you to flourish and to thrive as a human. And and everybody has different struggles they have to work through for sure. Like, I, yes, I affirm all of that. At the same time, uh, when you're when somebody is far enough down the pathway that they want to be called something different, then you're you're probably fighting the wrong battle. So now I want to make a caveat here. Okay, so if they are not my children, that is a different discussion. So if I've got a 13 year old and she says, "Call me uh, he him and, and wait, he his him wait, yeah. what is it? Whatever, yeah." It is masculine. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. My brain just, they, them, theirs, she, yeah. her, hers, he, him, her, his, whatever. Um, if, if, if they're in my home, that's probably a different discussion. Okay. Uh, that is, I, I don't know where I would land on that. If I would they're take a Christian, that, is that a different discussion? Uh, I don't, it doesn't mm-hmm. quite probably matter to me in that moment. Um, probably in my home, we're going to have much longer dialogues about it. I'm not going to concede that battle mm-hmm. quickly. Yeah. Um, Especially if they are younger, I'm going to be probably pretty intentional about not letting them buy hook, lean, hook, line, and sinker into all the cultural just mantras and deceptions that are out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to provide a bit more protection in my home. But if you're not in my home, I have no authority over you. I have no control over you. Uh, I, I honestly, the battle I want to fight with you is the battle for your heart, not the words I use. Mm-hmm. Um, I want you to meet Jesus, and there will be. My guess is that there will be probably no motion toward gender clarity until you and Jesus are right. Mm. Like that is the that is the biggest thing. This is the come as you are moment. Yeah, exactly if, if how you are. If you are transgendered, if you are homosexual, if you're struggling, if you are changing some things about yourself, correct. You're doing body modifications. You're having reconstructive surgery, deconstructive surgery, whatever mm. it is. Until you meet Jesus. These converse, these conversations are are not going to go anywhere, right? Because the these conversations are the result of a worldview, and the worldview until you meet Jesus that you're under is a secular worldview, which is telling you and celebrating uh, that you are whoever you want to be, and then you need to modify your pronouns and your body to become who you want to be. That is, those decisions are the overflow of a worldview. And the worldview will never change until they meet Jesus and then they adopt a different worldview. Then you can process those kinds of, of questions. And so that is, that is a, it's tricky. It's hard. Mm-hmm. But if you're outside of my home uh, and you want me to call you a different name or a different pronoun, doesn't, 
again, I'm not going to concern myself with that. My larger objective with you is to say, um, are you convinced that I love you? Have I done anything that would not make you think that I love you? Um, short of me violating my conscience. Um, yeah, that's probably my higher goal. Now, I want to say this. If your conscience doesn't allow it, I would never ask you to violate your conscience. I'm not saying you have to do it. Mm -hmm. You're asking my opinion, right? If yeah. like my opinion is fight the most important battle, that's just not, not the battle to fight. Mm -hmm. you, again, you'll get nowhere. If you want to have freedom to speak to this issue and you make this this the, the biggest, biggest issue, issue yeah then you'll never have the freedom to speak in this issue right so and i i want to be free to do that what are you not okay with i'm not okay with a lot of things okay <laughs> yeah um <laughs> here's one i'm not okay being legally required to call you something i want the freedom to call you what i want to call you mm -hmm. if if you are in the lgbt community and you're going to leverage the law to force my words um, i'm sorry but you may bend my mouth but you will not bend my heart and if that's if that's how you're going to try to control me, that is, it's sad. Um, and um, you're not going to change the hearts and minds of people by forcing them to do something. If you really, as a community, want respect, um, it's not going to come through law and forcing people to do things mm. and threatening lawsuits and making things hate crimes when the intentions of the people are not hateful in any way, shape, or form. Now, are there hateful, bigoted jerks on out the there somewhere? Side? Yes, for sure. Mm -hmm. And if you're in the LGBT community, have you found a have you like found a way to find all of them? Probably, probably. You, you know, know what I mean? They are. Yes, you know, and they're there. But if you want even their hearts to change, mm -hmm. forcing them through law is not going to change the heart. In fact, it'll make them bitter and mm -hmm. hate you more. Mm -hmm. There's that. Um, here's a uh, another one that I don't appreciate. I don't appreciate being legally identified as radical or immoral because I have a conservative Christian worldview. And I, I am a little nervous in terms of some of the government decisions happening lately in terms of calling, like calling Trump voters radicals mm -hmm. and uh, terrorists. Or anything against, you know, a liberal point of view Correct. is pretty That's much... That's over 50%. That's like 50% of America. You yeah. know what I mean? Like who has a default, if you're talking like center right, center left, right? Mm -hmm. Like we're talking like half of America is center right. So be be careful before you cut the country in half on on these political lines. So I'm I'm not okay with Christianity being legally identified as a hateful religion. We've seen this in some of the European countries and in Canada that uh, there are some Christian doctrines and values that are legally actually not allowed to be taught because they're considered now hate crimes when actually the motivation has nothing to do with hate. Mm. Uh, so I just don't appreciate that. I also, I don't like, this is a lot of things I don't like. Um, I don't like being stereotyped as unloving because I don't agree with you. Mm. It's interesting. Like, are you unloving because you don't agree with me? Right. Why, why are you loving when you disagree, but I'm, not anyways yeah i don't i think that's a a double standard it is i here's my rule with people i don't need you to agree with me i'd like you to you'd like me to agree with you agreement is boring <laughs> <laughs> if everybody agreed on everything nothing would be interesting and yeah, so we i'm talk, we wouldn't be discussing these things that's correct. for sure and it's okay i don't need you to agree with me on sexuality i don't need you to agree with me on gender i think you're wrong you think i'm wrong that's great that's fun Love for me is not contingent on agreement. L love is bigger than that. It's better than that. It is unconditional. I, I would like to treat you with the utmost dignity because you're made in the image of God and you're a human being. Um, let it be said of you that I didn't love you because 
we agreed on something, or I didn't justify hatefulness to you because you didn't share an opinion that I had. Um, let it be said of me and let it be said of you as followers of Christ that we loved unconditionally because mm. you matter, because you're made in the image of God, no matter what decisions you've made, what decisions you haven't made, no matter what terrible things you've done. It doesn't, at the end of the day, I'm going to treat you with dignity because you matter. And if I want to win your heart to Jesus, that is going to be the only pathway that is going to maybe help you see the love of God um, that is unconditional, no matter who you are and what you've done. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so I, I get uncomfortable with some of the legal characterizations. Um, this is what Jordan Peterson got so frustrated about. He's a professor in Canada, and they were legally requiring him to use people's pronouns. And he's like, no, I will use your pronouns because I love you. Mm. But you cannot legally force me to do that. Control will, my speech. Don't control my speech. Don't make it a crime. Correct. Yeah. And that that catapulted him to being one of the most popular uh, philosophers and uh, psychologists in the world mm -hmm. right now um, because he took a stand for that in Canada and man did his life just, I mean, they just tried to ruin the guy because mm. um, he did not want to be legally bound to be speaking something. And I appreciate he got it. Like we're supposed to be free countries in America and Canada. And when you legislate my speech and you require me to affirm things I don't affirm or, you know, it's just not okay. Yeah. Um, that may be where we end up Okay, that'll be a different set of Q and A's here. I hope not. But, yeah. Um, but hey, if you're, if you ask me to call you something, okay. 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 Yep. yep. That's where you are. I, and that's where I'm. But if you're not okay with that, Amanda, like. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Okay. Here's a different question for a different day. Okay. What if they're a Christian? Yeah, that's that's exactly what popped into my brain as mm -hmm. as a Christian. Then yeah. changing their identity. I think it goes mm -hmm. along the lines of, you know, that you're a little bit closer. Yep. You're under the Holy Spirit. Correct, yep. And let's talk about that. Yep. That feels like a great question for season two because season one is winding down. <laughs> and right. season two, who knows what's going to come up <laughs> in that knows? one? Who knows? More, more of these fun questions. It will be. So I hope that helps. And, and um, yeah, it's it's emotional. But yeah, Yep. Yeah. And, and next time we have another fun question. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <And that's, Yes. laughs> should a Christian attend a homosexual wedding? <laughs>